This week five college football picks edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast. It's presented by MyBookie.ag. Winning season is back, and MyBookie is now offering a 100% deposit bonus when you use the promo code SGP. That's MyBookie.ag promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid. We're also brought to you by BetQL. Want to get an advantage over the sports book with NBA, NHL, college football, MLB, and the NFL back in action? You need to download BetQL, the only app you'll need to make smart bets this season. Head to betql.co and enter code SGP20 for 20% off your first subscription. That's betql.co, promo code SGP20. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay per head providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at acepread.com slash SGP. That's acepread.com slash SGP. This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi State. And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean, second in the money room. My partner in picks, Ryan, real money Kramer. What's happening, Kramer Dog? Baby, we are here on the on the 28th day of September. <laughs> Not 48 after hours after I cashed a five to one <laughs> money line dog. With the help of the man over my shoulder. No, not the guy sitting between us. <laughs> YouTube.com slash sports gambling podcast. But Mike Leach. Mike Leach, huge game for him, huge win. And uh, joining us in studio, as always, when we talk about college sports, Kobe Dan, aka the database, aka Pick Dundee, aka whatever else he's got going on. Colby, uh, what's happening? Uh, the air, you know the air raid the air raid won't work in the SEC, guys. <laughs> it won't work. It is an interesting. So, all right, it's an interesting position to have had. At one point, anyone who said that is feeling pretty stupid right now. Yes, yes. right. If anything, dude, and I don't know how. Get much, on your horse. Yeah. Well, Talk, look at I the mean, camera. I've argued let, this. Let the I've argued know. this for years. I've argued that this this will work. And, and if anything, it proved obviously one game in, you destroyed every SEC record. But that is the underrated part of how awesome that was. Is him uh, and Costello just blowing by all of Dakota Rain Prescott's <laughs> records would you, at would a you say State? A, a below average Pac-12 quarterback. Average? I think he was good, but Stanford's system doesn't benefit. I'm just saying. Necessarily, yeah. Would yeah. you would you say he was in the top five of Pac-12 quarterbacks? I think I could have thrown for 400 yards with the scheme <laughs> that uh, Mike Lee's thrown up. Well, that, and that's no no offense to Cassell. He got up to 600. He got the win. He overcame some turnovers. Well, that's what I find so interesting about this this whole thing, and and I th- really think it's going to reshape the SEC guys because from a defensive standpoint, one of the first things after the game, they asked Leach, and they said, "Hey," what? and he goes, "Well, they were in press coverage." So I just threw the bomb. I just threw the bomb to him every play, you know, like until the, if they're going to continually do press coverage, I'm going to do that. And then the quick analysis on sec network that I was watching was like, guys, every sec team plays press coverage. Well then guess what? You're going to have to change because this is going to happen to all of your teams. Well, and, and when we were talking about it, uh, when we previewed, um, you know, college football and just talking to Mike Leach before the season started, 
the onus was kind of put on Mike Leach of like, okay, you got to bring the air raid, you got to yeah. teach the air raid. But the other side of that coin is you got to defend the air raid. You have to know how to defend the air raid. They'd never seen anything like this. And uh, of course, they went in there to LSU, swung their sword 44 to 34. I, of course, had Mississippi State 16 and a half as my lock. And, you know, a lot of cool stats coming out of this, but. Uh, one that really jumped out at me is LSU is just the fourth defending champion in the last 60 years to lose their home opener. Well, why is that? And first one since Notre Dame in 1978. Well, and, and I, I saw that and I was like, it is a great stat, but, but, COVID, it, but, but yeah. COVID created that, right? We went right to conference. We didn't do the FCS cupcake thing. And yeah, that's and, why and they'd lost a lot of kids uh, to the NFL and they didn't have a fan base, but still from 1978 to 2020, a lot of wild shit has happened in college they, football. They were already a team you wanted to fade before the season started. I mean, like money line aside, this was a great opportunity. Now the fact that Mike Leach essentially said, Hey, if you're going to throw your DBs man up because you think you're, you're so good, your schemes are so good. Your schemes are good because you have cornerbacks that can live on an Island. But if, if Mike Leach is saying, well, I'm going to run an additional 30 plays in a game and I'm going to play faster. So I'm just going to play the percentages. If I go downfield 40 yards and I throw a couple interception, who cares? Because yeah. my guy's going to come down with them too. They're coin flips, and he's essentially just playing the percentages. And when you look at that kind of d that that intellect comparison between what Mike Leach is bringing to the table, this is a man who went to law school. This is a man who operated as football coach and SID, uh, and now he's coming to a situation where he's going against guys like Coach O. Love Coach O. Coach O isn't winning any sort of intellect competition. Dude, uh, uh, and 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 I tweeted this out, but uh, God bless the tiger that he held after that loss because <laughs> it was a tight squeeze. But but dude, I find this unbelievably compelling, and I mentioned this on the College Experience podcast. Make sure you subscribe. Is oh, that okay? Is that okay? You have when he joined the Big Twelve. I, I was a big fan of the Big Twelve in the late nineties. I thought it was the, the premier conference for a, a couple years there, and it was run heavy. Ricky yep. Williams was in it. K state that Nebraska triple option yep. Leach went to Oklahoma, put in the air raid. And then he was successful at Oklahoma. They hire him away from Oklahoma. The Oklahoma wins the national championship might I add, but he goes to Texas tech. They do the air raid yep. next. Kent, next thing, Art Bryles, part of Texas tech staff gets hired at Baylor. They do the air raid. Uh, Mark Mangino, who was at Oklahoma after Leach, who Leach hired he goes to Kansas, wins the orange bowl at Kansas over a certain Virginia tech Hokie team. Oh, right. But my point is, is the whole big 12 got rerouted. Dana Holgerson at West Virginia, uh, Neil Brown. Now, I mean, all of these are Mike Leach disciples. And uh, my point is, is that the whole defensive approach changed because Mike Leach was in this conference and it's going to happen here. I wouldn't be surprised if South Carolina fires Muschamp and hires Graham Harrell or something like that. Even if you only go Graham Harrell five. is definitely going to be in the SEC next year. Now that's what I'm saying. Cause you, anyone that looks he's and getting, says 600 get, yards on LSU, he's getting work on Fox before the game. Yeah. By the way, did you see urban Meyer try to throw a little shade on the air raid? Clearly there's a little rivalry there. Cause he's like, you know, this, we brought the spread to the SEC. You yeah. want to talk about bringing an offense to the, and it took some time, but dude, dude, some of the, some of that stuff they showed with the, and this is what I find another, uh, before we move on. He he implemented the three three five here the on defensively. Leach is uh, he hired San Diego State's defensive coordinator, and the three three five is very interesting. Again, the SEC really or LSU really struggled against it on the ground. Their first four possessions only twenty six yards rushing, and what that does is 
for, for the powerhouse run heavy teams in the sec, which despite LSU being a pass happy team last year, where you don't have Joe Burrow, you wanted to lean more on the running backs that you have, uh, which I still would say Georgia, Kentucky, Florida, those teams still, still do that. Um, it's going to be interesting because the three, three, five makes your offense alignment. Think you can't just load up. Well, I was going to say that the closing thoughts would be part of what allowed rich rod talking about another kind of spread gimmicky style offense. Part of what allowed rich rod to have success was that the three, three, five in a way is the volume defense. You're going to give up some plays, but you're also going to w- get some plays. And I, and I think just all together, what what's happening here is you're asking a bunch of coaches football coaches to think. Yeah. And I, and I think if there's one area objectively, Mike Leach has an advantage. It's in the thinking game, Sean. Well, well, oh, well he's an, he's an author of an amazing book on Geronimo. Well, dude, like rich rods was, it wasn't even an aggressive three, three, five. No, no, I'm just this saying is like, an aggressive, but, three, but, it, three, five. but it's the same principle of I'm yeah. going to play more plays and I'm okay with giving up yards and giving up big plays, but I know that I'm attacking. I know my defense yeah. is attacking, so they're going to make some big plays, just like on offense. Craig Bull, the former Wyoming coach, the North Dakota State coach that won a bunch of net, or current Wyoming coach and former North Dakota State coach, he was analyzing it and saying, when you run a three-three-five as aggressively as, as Leach and Rocky Long's style, it is like a triple option defense. Yep. Because it's really hard to prepare for in a week. I hated it, honestly. Like back in the Big East days, Virginia Tech versus Rich Rods, it was annoying because it was this defense. When you looked at it, you're like, "There's no way this defense should be working, especially against the pro style." But it actually works best against those pro styles. To your point, because the linemen are used to doing A, and now they have to do B. It's a little bit like well, the cup block when your guards pull. They're right, supposed we're to going know to who they're pulling. And We're if they don't know that. who they're pull, or who they're blocking, I'm sorry, not pulling. That the it, only yeah. disappointing thing about the win is we are coming off a historic Mississippi State win, third road win against the top ten team in the past fifty years. And Colby, we don't have a cowbell. As the guy <sighs> at SGPN, ahead of college attitude content, how do we not have a fucking cowbell? <laughs> we true. had the entire off season to order a goddamn <laughs> cowbell. I wanted to ring a cowbell. I was thinking about this podcast. Go, oh man, I'm gonna go nuts with that cowbell. And I realized we don't have a fucking cowbell. Yeah, a yeah. complete failure, top to bottom of the organization. <laughs> Colby, as lead college I'll guy, talk you, to my people. You gotta, Wait. you gotta, <laughs> you gotta kneel on the sword or, or t- take <laughs> the sword. Sword, whatever it's called, swing the sword, buddy. swing the sword. Right. No, well, swing the sword, swing the sword on yourself. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <For> failing <laughs> to swallow the sword. I don't know what the expression is, but uh, we really need to get a goddamn cowbell. That's all I have. Which before you play the music, I know we need to move on, but uh, I, we're not going to talk about them later because Col- Colby didn't throw them on the sheet like a real dick. But uh, how does a team, my Virginia Tech Hokies, who's missing a <laughs> quarter of the roster, including and four coaches, they're starting. Yeah, the coach, de- their defense de- coaches are out, players are out, the starting quarterbacks. Then the the backup quarterback gets a hand cramp and has to leave the game. Uh, is that even a thing? It's happening. I mean, I get it, but was I he mean, jerking off or something on the sidelines? Uh, he's hanging on? out with Big Ben. <laughs> but how how does a team so debilitated come out and just beat the shit out of an NC State team yeah. that, by all like objectively, has talent? Yeah, I don't so, know. So uh, could could it be? Could I be hey. in for a uh, a COVID surprise with my Virginia Tech Hokies uh, this year? I'm excited. I'm excited to watch them, their man. third string quarterback looked better than anything I've seen from Florida State this year. Oh my god, dude, dude, have they officially hit rock bottom? Okay, let's let, we- <laughs> let's go play the music. We can do this all day. Oh yeah, 
It was so great hearing the uh, SEC theme song on CBS and watching our boy Mike Leach. Mike Leach, friend of the program, just like my bookie daddy G, the presenting sponsor of the Sports Gambling Podcast. Hopefully, you got some of that Mississippi State money line plus five hundred. Plenty of time, plenty of opportunities to bet uh, in-game college football. So, so much. Uh, and you know, buried in this Mississippi State money line win is the fact that I gave out the Syracuse Orangemen nice. plus two seventy five on the money line, winning outright against Georgia Tech thirty seven to twenty. We've been dominating with the college football picks. Colby continues uh, continues to do well in the college football picks sheet. That's going out every every Thursday, Saturday, whenever college football is played. Colby's picking it against the spread, and my bookie dad AG. That's where you had. Use our promo code SGP to play when you get paid with a hundred percent deposit bonus. Let's get to it. Crack open the six pack. I have I have words for you today, Colby. <laughs> I refuse to let this team keep getting uh keep getting uh COVID. You know, I'm gonna bet on this team, damn it. Right. Charlotte. The CLTs <laughs> heading to Boca Raton, Florida to square off against Florida Atlantic right now. Florida Atlantic over at my book at AG. Seven point favorite, minus 265 on the money line. This is a uh, Saturday 1 p.m. kick. Charlotte, a plus 215 dog. Colby, are you riding the 49ers? I, I, look, what we've tried to pick them three times in a row and they've had <laughs> each, their games canceled each week. What are you learning from this? Stay away from the sickly clit. <laughs> You got to stay away from that shit, Cole. I like Will Healy. I, I, think, I think the Charlotte team is decent once they play. I mean, they played App State. They covered for me week one, but uh, I, I, I think, uh, I think they got the spot, man. I actually like them on the money line here. Florida Atlantic is talented, but you know who their head coach is? Not like, Lane Kiffin. Willie Taggart. That's all right. He was Florida State's coach, the most penalized team in the country the past two years at Florida State. I, I don't think anything going on at. Florida State is the coach's fault. At well, this point. he was at Oregon three years ago. You they were the most penalized team at Oregon. You too. like Norvell? Uh, it same shit's happening. Uh, this team. Uh, I didn't like. I, I didn't like that hire though. This yeah. this whole situation's bad. I, I come on. We can't take Charlotte. I'm out of principle. I'm not taking sh- the CLTs. I'm not taking the, the clit that is <laughs> questionably sick. You learn this in college, bro. <laughs> you don't want to dabble in any sort of risk when it comes to that area. <laughs> Uh, I'm taking the the owls. Yeah, I'm, I'm going Florida Atlantic here. This is uh, simply a a spread play, a consensus play where it seems like according to Odd Shark BetQL, everyone loading up on Charlotte plus seven. Uh, public dogs, they got fleas. I, I I'm tired of picking the Charlotte team and not having them play. So <laughs> give me FAU minus every, seven. So you're saying everyone has Charlotte? It looks like uh, the public. Whoever's got their bets in on Charlotte and Florida Atlantic this early in the week, well, probably that's, that's a well, well, and Charlotte might have the advantage because at least they've played a game. FAU's well, eight, got theirs canceled. Eighty-two percent, eighty-two percent of the money could just be Colby's bet. So uh, <laughs> all of the there. tickets are on Charlotte, but only eighty percent of the money. So both tickets are on. And there's some underrepresented uh, sharp action <laughs> on on the Florida Atlantic Owls. Great reason to take it. BetQL making it a five star play. FAU minus seven. Oh, nice. Not not gonna overthink that one. Kentucky, kind of disappointing. Although they got jabbed pretty hard by the refs. Colby, care to kind comment? of? I mean, they were the better team. They were flat. I mean, they outgained them. Were better percentage on third down. Less penalized. Really, that was a, a touchdown and 
that changed the the tone of the game because it would have been fourteen to eight going into half. <laughs> they they would have got the ball to start the second half. They not overturned that. That was the worst call I've ever seen, dude. And and and, and even make it even worse is the makeup call was horrible too. I, but how do you miss the call? Yeah, he's clearly in the. Uh, Sean, when, you saw the play when yes? you reviewed yes. it. Yeah, I. All right, so we've seen poor refereeing jobs, or maybe it's a bad call that they're not, you're not able to overturn because it's not clear. Yeah, that's clear. But here's the yeah. problem: even though you couldn't see the ball, you know he's carrying the ball with his torso. Yeah, his entire torso got in the end zone. Dude, he's like three <laughs> yards deep in the end zone. <laughs> I get it; you can't see the football get in the end zone, but the football's with his torso, and his torso is attached to his legs. And even those got in the end zone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I watched a lot of college football and what two things come to mind that I need. We, we should remind people every year, college kickers suck and college refs suck. Dude. I think NFL refs are worse. That, that pass no, interference of the bills Rams game. Are you fucking kidding me? They wouldn't have screwed up the replay. On they wouldn't have skewed it. Yeah. They would have gotten that, that right. Oh, especially when it went to replay. Kentucky. Well, great can't you challenge pass interference. Anyway, game? point being, you gave me two great opportunities here. One, to go back on Kentucky because they yes. got job last week, but two fade lane Kiffin that, that Ole Miss defense we knew was going to be trouble. Oh. Yeah. And those fucking baby blue uniforms are the grossest uniform. <laughs> I, in all I like of college them, man. Football. I like them. Apologies. If you're into that kind of thing, <laughs> Kentucky minus six and a half is the play. No. And, and I, I'm on Kentucky as well. Colby. It sounds like you're back in Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah. So make it a, make it a clean sweep uh -oh. there. I did like what I saw out of that Kentucky team, but yeah, just bad. I mean, horrific refing. Terry, Terry Wilson's got to take care of the ball more. People will look Better. at that final yeah. score and they'll be like, "Wow, okay, Kentucky stinks. Why are they favored by six and a half?" Well, to me, it's more just about Ole Miss's defense not matching up well against this Kentucky offense, and I, I think they're going to have real trouble slowing them down. So yeah, give me Kentucky laying the six and a half. Lane Kiffin put on a couple. Layton Kiffin put on that COVID nineteen, I think, because he uh, he's looking a little blown up in the face, Harry. Same with Herb Street. Shout out yeah. to Herb Street. He's looking like packing he on a couple, couple. LBs. <laughs> Missouri, Missouri, fuck you, Missouri, for backdooring, yeah, backdooring my three team teams. Brutal, man, that was the only thing I got wrong. I got the. I got the lock right. I got the dog right. I got two out of the three T's. Oh, right. Maybe we don't tease uh, twenty-eight down to twenty-two. Well, maybe that's the lesson. And TCU, I should have got my bonus lock right. <laughs> they didn't kick an extra point. They just decided yeah. not to kick an extra point. You can't I, dude, do I that. I was on that too. I'm like, what the fuck? It was plus three. You they pushed. They had some garbage touchdown at the end of the game to get it to three. And say, like, okay, come Bro, out and kick the. I extra had it at point. two and a half, Sean. After so I your, should really be complaining. After your weekend, Sean. You should not be complaining about a backdoor push. You're right. I did hit the Bears, the Bears, Falcons over, the Bills, Seattle, and then Green Bay uh, in Bills a parlay. Dude, and I love the Bills. Sean, uh, Colby, you weren't paying attention. Hit. Sean hit a big parlay. Three of the games, massive, massively Huge backdoor. Sweat. Huge well, sweat. Well, I mean, the Falcons, you anticipated, right? I didn't think Nick Foles was I coming mean, in. It was like, I, I think we said the odds on the recap podcast, but it was like, Nine hundred ninety thousand to one that they would blow back to back games where they had like a ninety nine percent win <laughs> probability. Fucking insane. I mean, right. even if you just took uh, the Bears and Rams in game around that same time, like maybe halftime third quarter, nine to one parlayed with you would have gotten a hundred to one almost. Wow, wow. All yeah. right, M Missouri, Tennessee. Fuck Missouri. Yep. Fuck Missouri, Tennessee. I believe in Tennessee. You guys aren't. You guys aren't Tennessee backers. I'm gonna ride Tennessee one more What's time. What's their fight song? Something something Rocky Top. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I'm, I'm going to actually agree with you, man. I thought they, they, their whole team played good with the exception of Jared Guantanamo Bay. And, uh, <laughs> and, wow. and that's a long name. And uh, perhaps he gets waterboarded throughout the oh, week. No. Wow. But, um, <laughs> Jesus it's a joke. Um, You're not supposed to have to explain the that. Vols look good, man. They did. That was a nice win for them. I think they they have a good team, and I think Missouri's not very good. Missouri's so, always the team that's not very good in the SEC, but they 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 are good at backdooring spreads. Of that was size. true. I mean, but I think Tennessee rolls here. I yeah. think I think eleven and a half is big enough where this Tennessee team isn't going to take all. They're not going to take their foot off the gas like Alabama with that gigantic twenty-eight point spread. Well, I, also, yeah, I mean, I was going to say they're not in the habit of putting their their backups in and, and yeah, they don't have like a system set up for when they're up twenty points. So yeah, I, I think Tennessee so minus eleven and a half. Just staying chalky with me, huh? Let's keep it, it going. is. It is super uh, super chalk. Although I have a feeling that's going to change. Well, I mean, when Colby's throwing us all these gems, don't <laughs> worry. We, we're we're going to the three touchdown spreads next. This is a uh, interesting one for sure. Georgia Southern uh, again. This is they're they're calling it the game of the week. Georgia Southern at Louisiana Monroe. Louisiana Monroe, a nineteen and a half point home dog, plus seven sixty five on the money line. Colby, what are we doing here? More importantly, why are we talking about this Was game? This an accident. L- lay the points. Was this an accident? Wow, you're like, you're tanking Georgia th- Southern. I think Monroe's the worst team in all of college football currently playing. Oh, um, do we have an update on UMass? Yeah, well, they're not they're not they're playing until October. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, but but according to BeckQL, 100 percent of the money, or I'm sorry, 99 percent of the money and 100 percent of the tickets are on Georgia Southern. <laughs> well, I'll tell you why too. Monroe's DC quit. Like two weeks ago. That's not good. And you're playing a triple option team. When they played Army, a triple option team, they lost. I think what, for, like something like forty nine to seven or something, something along that. You know what? No one believes in Louisiana Monroe plus nineteen and a half. But a team that is zero and three straight up and zero and three against the spread. Something tells me Kramer that they're due. That you know the the market will correct itself as a market handicapper. I know I'm traditionally a gut handicapper, but. A home dog plus nineteen and a half. That's already been zero and three against the spread. Are you getting cute? Yes. Give me Louisiana Monroe. I need a couple dogs. I mean, I think you should have listened to what the Dantabay said about the triple option problem here. Yeah. If if it wasn't the triple option, so what people don't know about the triple option, you know, those college football uh, superficial fans, is that the the triple option can put up a fuckload of points. Yeah. So you might not think this is going to be a high scoring situation, but I actually think this is maybe a one of the safer plays on the board. (laughs) It's it's Uh, it's yeah. Do you think? I would say uh, wait, uh, pending a total to come out too. A rare laying a 19 point favorite and taking the under also on the table. <laughs> uh, yeah, Monroe's trash. Let's uh, one more chalky four good, in a row. Good As revenge a spot for Georgia Southern. They got their heart broken. Uh, Laf- they were beating Lafayette, and Lafayette kicked the 53 yard field goal in the final play it of the could game. Could be a dream crusher. We don't know. Or it could yeah. be a get right spot. They're going to probably get right. a get right yeah. spot. LSU and the hashtag Go Tigers. Heading into Nashville, Tennessee to play a Vanderbilt team. A Vanderbilt team that is a 20 point home dog, plus 780 on the money line. LSU coming off a loss, minus 1160. Now, instinctively, after they lost to uh, Mississippi State, I'm like, okay, I'm going to be looking to take LSU next week. However, laying 20 points as a road favorite against a Vanderbilt team that showed signs of life against Texas AM. Uh, 
on the road. Now they're coming home for their home opener. And this has got handicapping at its finest coming from the Vanderbilt quarterback quote. This isn't the same Vanderbilt that people have played in the past <laughs> says quarterback Ken seals. I, Hell yeah. I, Kenny. Freshman. Hey, he played good, in. man. He did. He, I would have responded and said, well, explain to me, how is it going to be different? <laughs> uh, because here's the problem. You tiny little private school fucking elitist nerds are now walking into a lion's den. They haven't been fed for a while. You think coach O yeah. is throwing chicken into the swamp right now? Hell no. They're going to have to hold that tiger real strong and they're going to have to beat the shit out of it. There's no, I, I don't think coach O knows. I don't think he's a smart man. I don't think he's a uh, brilliant tactician, but I do think he's a rallier of men and they just got their ass beat by Mike Leach. You think that made coach O happy? Oh, this fucking no. thinking man, yeah. thinking man comes to the SEC <laughs> and beats us with LSU his book, with his book learning. Uh, the home field won't matter. They're not going to score, dude. LSU's the LSU's going to be you so think, motivated. You think LSU can put up twenty-one points? I I don't know. I mean, granted, they put up thirty-four. Sean, this is going to be a really disastrous take for you in yeah. seven days. Yeah. I see what you're doing. Ken Seals, Ryan, remember that name. <laughs> I, I will. Ken Seals. I will pull this clip, and and we can talk about Ken Seals next week. So you guys are both rocking minus twenty road yeah, favorites. Yeah, I got this one as like thirty-five. Nothing, and I quote: "I've nothing. got to coach yeah. better." And I've asked everybody to look at themselves in the mirror. That's oh, they're going to fuck them up, dude. And that and look, that freshman quarterback, Miles know, Miles Brennan. Though, did you like what you saw out of Miles Brennan? No, but I I did anticipate. Yeah, I, I had seen him pre previously, and I was. You know how really much impressed. relief this team has now that they've they've started, they've lost the game. Do you know There's how, no pressure. Do you know how basic the Vandy offense is compared to Air Raid? <laughs> look, Ken Sean, Seals. I love your In angle. His dorm. I love your angle. Yeah. But but getting behind a bunch of private private school, like these are the privatest of school pussies. Dude, Ken is running laps right now, Ryan. As a Joe Judge uh, he's he's fan, known. you would you would know how important running laps is. I, I'm not sure if it matters. Game. All right, uh, <laughs> no, we're taking a break from that right now, Colby. We're taking a break from that. UAB at home, laying twenty and a half against UTSA in Birmingham, Alabama, Saturday kick nine thirty a.m. Do we do we? I mean, UAB seems uh, pretty good against the spread so far. Colby, what are you doing here? I told you about this kid, Lucero. Just got named Conference USA Player of the Week. I t he's a much better quarterback than Johnson. We saw that on Thursday. He lit up South Alabama. Yeah, that was a bad pick I'm, by me. I'm telling you, UAB has really good. They have like three or four good wideouts and three good running backs. And the some dragons. Of them, yes. So I think they're going to roll here. I, I, UTSA look, they're three and oh, I backed them last week and uh, they let me down even though th I mean, they're just not very good, but they have some quarterback issues right now. So I, I think UAB is going to, going to just completely, I, I'm, I'm thinking something like 45 to, to 13 or something. It does seem like the spread uh, is dead, but Colby, you you're forcing us to pick three games where the money line doesn't even fit in the fucking sheet. <laughs> it's four digits wide. Do you want to win? Huh? Can I could I possibly survive going six for six on chalky ass Colby plays? Do you know how much soy you could buy with that? I, I do know one thing. <laughs> in a normal year, I would be fading the shit out of this, but almost in protest, I'm taking chalk. I'm going six chalk plays. I with do. You. I, I'm going. I'm going six UAB. I'm on Charlotte. All right. I have a dog. You have one dog. I'll find my dog <laughs> later because this, it's it's time to just roll chalk. Because what I was gonna say, Sean, Colby Dan, 
on fire. I am. I am objectively yeah. on fire. Hey, guess what you got to do, man. You give me COVID all year. I study deeper. All right. Well, it is important to make sure you burn off the funk from that uh, that sickly pussy that you. I'm sorry, the sickly oh, oh, clip that, that you that, keep going chasing after. Well, and uh, just taking a quick look right now at the leaderboard, Ryan, nineteen, thirteen, and four. Although hitting at a whopping zero percent of your locks. Yeah, it's a lot of ins, a lot of outs. I fifty percent of the dogs, fifty percent of the bonus locks. I'm seventeen, fifteen, and four. Not bad for a couch football outsider. Hitting at sixty-seven percent of my locks, sixty-seven percent of my dogs, fifty percent of my bonus locks. Still haven't gotten a tease right. And Colby, eighteen, fourteen, and four against the spread. Sixty-seven percent of the locks on the podcast. Sixty-seven uh, percent of the teases and a hundred percent of the bonus locks. I mean, don't be afraid next time to just say, "Hey, <laughs> Ryan's hitting sixty percent of his picks. The other guys are crushing their locks and dogs." Yeah. No eye and team, bro. No <laughs> just wanted team. to give a full accounting, <laughs> show people all the data. And if you like data, you like stats, you like trends, looking to bet on something, don't know what to do, recommend checking out BetQL, baby. Bet smarter, not harder with BetQL. Apps free to download in the App Store, Google Play Store. You guys know how apps are downloaded. You're a savvy podcast listener. I mean, all this uh, pro versus Joe money that we're talking about, you can get all that info at BetQL. And again, their best bet algorithm. Super fun. I'm looking at a bunch of five stars they got here for college football, NFL, MLB, NBA. Hell, even at the NHL, they got it all over BetQL. And if you want twenty percent off their their tools, go to BetQL.co. Promo code SGP twenty for twenty percent off. BetQL.co. Promo code SGP twenty. Sliding over to the top twenty-five games, we got a number of them here. Kicking things off, Auburn, Georgia. More SEC action. Four thirty kick. Georgia laying seven minus two sixty-five on the money line. Auburn plus two fifteen coming the other way. Kobe, what are you doing here? Lay more chalk, rock chalk. This is a battle of uh, top ten teams, Kobe. I'm taking the points, man. I mean, Georgia, uh, JT Daniels. I just saw while I was driving here, got cleared to play. They're gonna need him because Georgia had quarterback problems. But the scariest thing to me is Georgia had offensive line and running problems against Arkansas. They were down seven to five at halftime. Tell me what what do you think about that? Because I I wanted to ask you: Is Arkansas is this just a product of Arkansas being a little better than people and, well, and surprising Georgia a little bit? Because certainly Georgia was, yeah, was potentially were, looking ahead to this matchup. Well, Georgia still had to replace four O linemen and an OC. Uh, so and obviously their quarterbacks and uh, does seem like the public's going to be all over Auburn here and and always scary to take a public I, dog. But I circled Auburn because for the same reason we like Kentucky, we should not like Auburn. They have a, a result on the scoreboard that looks very, very sure. good. And it wasn't necessarily the story. To your point, though, they're coming up against the team where there's just as many questions. That's why this is only seven. That's why I'm t- just give me the points. I don't love this play. I could feels like it's gonna be a close game. I'll yeah. take Auburn plus the seven. Kramer sounds like you're you fine. Georgia. You're I, fine. I, you're seven and oh now picking all the the uh, favorites. Yeah, let's go. What could go wrong? Picking winners, Sean. Texas A and M squaring off against Alabama. Alabama is sixteen and a half point favorite at home in Tuscaloosa, twelve thirty p.m. West Coast kick. Who's the coach at Texas A and M, Colby? Uh, Jimbo Fisher. Jimbo, give me Alabama minus sixteen yeah. and a half. That lock feels that. way I'll low, lock right? I locked that. Why? Why do we think Texas A and M is going to be good? They this? look like shit again because Kellen Mond is not. He can't get over the hump, man. He just doesn't look good. 
here's my theory on this game. Alabama last week was gone. They were, they were playing Missouri and they knew that Missouri is no good. They knew that Texas A&M is going to be a, a, maybe potentially at least a, a more of a challenge. Well, they're number 10 somehow in those bullshit preseason. And uh, again, I'm, I'm, you're forcing me to take chalk again. <laughs> He's got 10 chalk because I, all right, throw Jimbo. Now, how, how does but Colby? I know you release the real rankings each week and you're a da- database top 25, but how does Texas only go down three spots by almost losing to Vanderbilt. That, yeah. that doesn't make sense. H- how is Texas? How is the Texas A and M and Texas ahead of Mississippi State? And how about this? How is LSU one spot behind Mississippi State? They almost doubled their yardage. They won by double digits in bet, double digits in Baton Rouge. I I I tell you, man, it's a bunch. Of, it's just a crock of shit. You you do worse than just fading Jimbo and Lane every week. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. You know, the, we we got some uh, we got some characters in the West. And, uh, and now we're up to eight, uh, Sean. Unfortunately, but chalk again. <laughs> Alabama minus six. This is a hilarious streak. South Carolina getting eighteen and a half points in Florida, Gainesville, nine a.m. West Coast kick. Eighteen and a half point favorite, the Florida Gators minus nine ten on the money line. The Gamecocks plus six fifty five. Kramer, you have to take a dog here, correct? Or are do, you taking Florida? Do, uh, well, I, I think part of the reason I I. I Florida after watching them play Lane Kiffin, of course, I'm going to look to fade them this week. Uh, look, a lot of people are going to look good against that defensive old miss. Mm-hmm. And I, and I don't know, we kind of liked the idea of South Carolina being a team this year. I think we still like the idea of South Carolina, maybe being a team. Tennessee caught them by surprise. Oh, dude, South Carolina still, they stopped them to get the ball back. And, and, the- and now they're catching a shitload of points in what should be historically is a, a, a bit of a rivalry game. Uh, it's the must champel. It's uh, his, against his former team that fired him. But South Carolina, the USC of the East, the Cox themselves, they're going to walk down long Cox. They're going to hop on t- top of the Gators where the Gators are completely ineffective to defend themselves. And they're going to poke their fucking eyes out. Why is this 18 and a half? This was a, I, when I saw you threw this on the sheet, I was actually a little surprised. It's such, such a steep spread. Well, this is pretty funny. Odd shark is predicting that the Gators will score 26.8 and the Gamecocks will score 6.5. So I don't know. Very odd score prediction of six and a half, but isn't the swamp one of these stadiums that just isn't going to be the same. We saw it with LSU that is that stadium just wasn't the same. Death Valley isn't the same without fans. The swamp is a similar place. It's kind of in a gross middle of nowhere place. And it just creates this atmosphere because a bunch of hillbillies get together, Florida hillbillies. And they say, fuck it. Let's do this. Let's clap sideways and let's uh, pretend like we're Gators. Well, and and normally you would have maybe a weather or heat advantage, but if they're coming from South Carolina, I don't think that's going to be the case. Eighteen and a half feels way too high for a decent team, or at least not as bad as as this spread would uh, suggest. Colby, what are you doing here? I, I'm on, I'm on the Gamecocks, man. I actually think it's a it's a good spot to potentially. If you want to take a shot at uh, throwing someone the money line, Muschamp gets Ooh. up for his old teams. I feel like you saw the beat Georgia last year. I know he wasn't at Georgia, but I'm saying uh, wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't surprise me if they pulled it off. Sorry. No, oh, no, get, no. Get that music bumping. Crank it, baby. Ever thought about starting your own sports book? Now is the time. I mean, you could be taking bets on the NBA finals, college football, Thursday night football, Monday night football. The Mac is coming back. We're going to have action. Are you kidding me? All of college football. Once they realized uh, these kids weren't dying from COVID, they said we're back. And 
as sports are back, so is betting on sports, and so are great business opportunities. An opportunity of a lifetime, like operating your own sports book. All you got to do, go to aceforhead.com slash SGP. Aceforhead.com slash SGP. Sign up today. Get set up with uh, Ace and uh, use our link. Get up to six weeks free. That's right. Aceforhead.com slash SGP for up to six weeks free. Guys. How would you like to be that guy who broke into a, a home in Malibu and Joe Montana just straight knocked him out? <laughs> Still got it, Joe. Well, I I think that's not quite what happened. He was, was that a, okay. a, so a woman broke in and she grabbed, uh, the headline makes it seem so heroic. Grabbed what his grandchild and like I think it sounds like Joe Montana just pried him away. And then you tried to troll our account by saying, "See, this is just something that Tom Brady yeah, he wouldn't, couldn't he do." Wouldn't do it, you know. And then I replied back. I don't know if you saw the reply. I did. That, I, I answered it. Oh, okay. Yeah. That John Elway would. Uh, he he just better hope Terrell Davis is around to to get his back and uh, defend his child for him. I, lo- oh, I wow. love this. I love this oh. rivalry we got. I can't wait till we get so big that we get I both mean, on the Joe, show. Joe Theismann settled it in, in my mind. Uh, yeah, yeah. He was a few Oreos deep. <laughs> <laughs> Few Oreos, dude. Well, the vanilla Oreos—they're delicious. <laughs> Memphis squaring off against SMU and Colby. What happened? I thought we—I thought these games we were given to the fans to let the fans pick, and that was always a good way to actually get some relevant well, games. Well, in here. let me tell you something, guys. You—you you want me to get these games a day earlier? There, there's things you only give me a few-hour window because I'm already recording the college experience oh, one. So it's just—are you complaining? Yeah. No, I'm just saying. Sounds a lot like you're complaining. You, 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 want, you want more Twitter uh, things? Uh, I think so we, here's we what we'll do. Delay the. Uh, if you want us to talk about a game next week, yeah, send it in now. at uh, the Colby D. But get them in, get them in hot. Listen, because th- Colby, these lines are getting. No, no. Colby makes the the goddamn sheet Sunday. So if your yeah. picks aren't in Sunday, I'm talking to you, Alan. We won't talk about that game. <laughs> Let's go. We got shit to do. Let's finish this out strong. Finish strong four. put the fours up Memphis minus two and a half at SMU in Dallas, Texas, 12 30 kick Memphis minus two and a half minus 140 on the money line SMU, a plus one twenty home dog Colby. What are we doing here? I would have normally been on Memphis, but they got hit by, by the COVID pretty heavy. Oh boy. Right. Oh they were yeah. supposed to play the past like three weeks. Uh. Didn't happen. I wonder how many players have it. I know a bunch of them had it at one point. And SMU's been playing every week, and uh, SMU opened up. <laughs> you think that's a benefit? I do, especially in the air raid. Uh, and, and SMU opened up with three games on the road, one all three. I think Sonny Dykes and, and and this SMU Mustang team has got something going. And give me give me the uh, Mustangs to get it done. And I think the surprising bit of this team is they can play a little defense. So uh, while I'm with you here, I, I think this is a team. Throw all of the football stuff out the window. Uh, one team's got some reps and one team doesn't. Yeah. And little uh, deep Sunny Dykes nugget from BetQL. Sunny Dykes six and zero after playing two straight non-conference games while oh. coaching SMU. So maybe he gets a little non-conference momentum going. Coach Leach disciple. Oh, that's that, all I need yeah. to hear. Oh, give me, well, give me Sunny Dykes. Lead, lead with that, <laughs> sir. He knows Coach Leach. Are you kidding yeah. me? Also, SMU knows how to drop bags quietly. So. <laughs> Just putting that Wait, out. Wait, weren't they the the, the school gold. that also had their football program completely eliminated? Yeah. Well, then that wasn't that quiet. No, no, I mean like they they know how to, they're back. You ever look into that story? That's an interesting story. Ah, eh, just yeah. It's a very interesting. Uh, another podcast. Someone, you yeah. know, someone needed to, to put put the uh, proverbial head in the news. And it it's only ironic that he went to A and M or yeah. or was it 
the Longhorns. One of the two. Speaking of Mississippi State, they are a 18 point home favorite, minus 880. Arkansas plus 630 going the other you. way. How dare you? Huge letdown opportunity <laughs> for <laughs> Mississippi State. Why and, would you uh, do this though? Before we get to our picks, we do have some audio from Coach Leach after the big win. Kramer, you want to uh, fire that up? Some good, some good nuggets from Coach Leach as always. Well, what a welcome back to the SEC for you, Coach. It's a great day for you, huh? That's a, yeah, it's better than average. I'll tell you that. <laughs> the, the, the stadium, there's a lot, there's a lot of ghosts in this stadium, and um, you know, and you play, uh, we play, we played LSU because you know New England, Green Bay, and the Chiefs uh, had somebody scheduled, so we played these guys. But I'm really proud of our guys. I thought we played real well. I thought we stuck in there during tough times and uh, won the game. And I remember hearing that live, and I go, you know what? That sounds very familiar. That sounds like a, a Mike Leach line I may have heard before. I know you're installing the air raid, brand new, you know, and and you had like New Mexico, I think, on the schedule, and a couple other schools at a conference. A little warm up. Yeah, and now you're going straight into the oh, your opening game is the defending national champions. <laughs> So, so I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, the Patriots weren't available <laughs> that week, and then, and, and, and that the fact they were kind of rebuilding, so they were trying to, they were trying to play somebody else. But yeah, we tried to get them, and we had to settle on the other. LSU is what was left that week. And shout out to Coach for for st- taking that really well crafted joke. Sticking it to the schedule makers of the SEC, and then using it on national television. Yeah. Well, you know, he, he was like, "This is a big spot. What do I got to do? Okay, break out the SGP material, the yeah. stuff yeah. that I know <laughs> did well with Ryan Colby, the guys, and uh, I'm just gonna run it back. I'm taking Mississippi State here, minus 18, but danger warning. This is a tremendous letdown spot for a team coming off a historic win. It's their home opener. It's Arkansas. I still think they get the W. I am a little worried. 18's high. Why are Colby, you? What's your take? This? Well, oh, look, because it's good for the program. All Why right? are you making? And look, here's picking against Coach Leach isn't good. For we're the not going to pick against him because let me tell you about the air raid. I don't know if you watched that first half of that game, but that center combination, that center was snapping to the uh, to the quarterback high almost every or, or, yeah, or far to the left that? almost every play, right? So they even turned the ball over a few times. The air raid is work works better off timing and more reps. And guess what? They got more reps when they beat LSU. Give me Mississippi 76 State. Play, yeah, seventy six plays, two interceptions, two fumbles on offense, and they allowed seven tackles for a loss against a very even in their rebuilding state. A very what should project to be a good defense just based on athletic ability. But but you got what Arkansas who had to prepare for Georgia's offense, and Georgia's offense was absolutely horrible. Now you got to go to a, t- a quarterback and just threw for six thirty. No, and what I'm going to say is that the Arkansas just as sloppy with the ball. Right? Yeah, the oh, Felipe is Franks looked like a just mess. getting with it, and, yeah. and Felipe Franks is. If there's any sort of hype he's buying into after that first game of him having some success, I I love to fade that. Now, that being said, Sean, we discussed this as soon as the LSU game ended. Well, fuck. I hope Colby doesn't put the Mississippi State on the goddamn wow. sheet. Ryan, you finally found a dog you liked, huh? Because it's a good time to no, I'm, I'm not fading Coach Lee. Yeah, I'm about to say, how about a He went Coach in, Leach he right went now. in <laughs> and he said, Hey Coach O, you got tigers? I got Hold this motherfucking sword. Yeah. And I'm gonna swing this sword. And I think if they apply the same uh game plan and the same methodology to this next game, 
even if they make the same amount of mistakes, uh, they're they, they almost covered the spread against LSU. I know they only won by eight, but the way the game played, they they should have won by four touchdowns. Yeah. They yeah. they gave LSU opportunities to come back in the game with that pick six. They gave LSU op- plenty of opportunities. So, you know, for the sake of the brand, I'm gonna lay eighteen. For the sake of me just going chalky this week, for the most part, I'm gonna take the eight. I'm gonna lay the eighteen. <laughs> but it's not a good spot. Hashtag hold that it's pirate. A, it's a, uh, yeah. Hashtag hail state. Oklahoma coming off a uh, colossal failure of a game. Laying seven in Ames, Iowa against Iowa State. Iowa State plus two fifteen money line. I'm going to take Oklahoma minus seven road favorite. This is just a tremendous bounce back opportunity for them after uh, getting embarrassed. And again, Iowa State, no fans, not quite the same home field advantage for Iowa State in Jack Trice Stadium. Colby, is that the smart play here? It's tough because Matt Campbell's played him really good. He's actually won in Norman last year. I was gonna uh, say Iowa State has played Oklahoma and that system well, regardless of who's been th- at three years ago. He won in Norman, and last year they went for two in the win, didn't get it. If they would have got the two, they would have won. Um, and do we do we what do we think about the quarterback for Oklahoma this year? I think he's skilled, but he's definitely he definitely makes uh, some some mistakes. He's a freshman, like like most freshmen. That's When's what, the last time they've had a freshman there in Oklahoma? It's been a minute. It's they've been, been minute. they've been rolling yeah. through some seasoned motherfucking guys. So I think it it's it's more complicated of a system than people give it credit for. And it's not as simple as walking on to Oklahoma State and then just saying, "All right, what is he running a comeback or is he running a nine route?" All right, it's not quite high school. So I'm gonna fade Oklahoma here. Actually, I think this is a bad spot. I think they did have a uh, what do you call that dream crusher. Uh, how much is K State Virginia, Oklahoma, Virginia Tech? By the way, Oklahoma's out. Oklahoma's uh, out don't say that because they out. lost to K State and won. They're out of to the discussion. playoffs. They're, they're last out of, year. They're out of the discussion. Okay, fifty-three, four and five stars on on Oklahoma last year yeah. or this year. I'm sorry, in week one uh, or week two against K State, and K State had zero, and K State pulled the win. K State's uh, yeah, last K State has their number. Oklahoma and Texas, and yeah. they they get great talented players. They just don't seem to, to maximize. So I, you're I, taking Iowa State plus seven, Colby. Where are you at with this? Well, look, Lincoln Riley's an East Carolina guy, so mm. I gotta I gotta take the Sooners. You know, Boomer I mean? Sooner. As much as I I want I, Iowa State to win this game, my take is purely on the quarterback. He he didn't look like he didn't look like Jalen Hurts. He didn't look like Kyler Murray. I mean, we can keep playing that game. He just didn't look like any of those guys. So yeah, maybe he's a freshman and maybe he'll be good. Uh, but I, I don't know if this is the spot you necessarily want to have a freshman quarterback now hitting to the road and in, in probably the most difficult spot. The diff most the, it's definitely the weirdest road trip. Well, and they got to worry about the hangover or the look. I'm sorry, not the hangover. The the look ahead spot because they get Texas next week. Well, that's a big game in, too. In the Red River. Dare I say shootout? If if they oh, win, Colby, if they if they had won last week, you one hundred percent you're blindly playing Iowa State. Even with it, I I just I, if it wasn't a rookie, if it wasn't a freshman, maybe maybe you think about it. Take the points. Mm. I normalized a bit down the stretch there. Yeah. <laughs> Time for the lock dog tease presented by MyBookie.ag. Promo code SGP for that one hundred percent deposit bonus. Colby, kick things off. What is your lock this week? My lock is going to be the UAB. No, LSU. LSU. Wow. LSU. Hold that tiger. Yeah. LSU minus 20 at Vanderbilt going against Ken Seals. 
Uh, Who's your dog? My dog outright. Wow, it's tough because because you picked all these fucking. Well, no, Charlotte's two plus two fifteen, but I want to make sure I give you some value. Uh, let's go with, uh, okay. So that's, that's that. Um, you know what? Fuck it. South Carolina plus six fifty five. Ooh. If you want okay. a smaller one, you go Charlotte. Cause Charlotte's going to win on the money line too. But, but South Carolina must champ. I think he's going to get fired this year. So he's going to get one last hurrah. Really? When the upsets the team that fired him. Colby, can we get a, uh, can we get a uh, three point or three team tease from him? Yes, let's uh, let's go. Who? Uh, where are we at here? Where are we at here? Let's take Charlotte up to thirteen. Okay. Mm, let's take Tennessee down to what is that? Uh, five, five and, and a half. half. And let's take Georgia Southern down to thirteen and a half. And for the bonus pick. You know, the East Carolina Pirates almost made this sheet. They're going to go into Atlanta to take on Georgia State. Last I saw, they were getting a point and a half, but that was last night. So, uh, can you pull that up really quick? Wait, what am I looking at? East Carolina, Georgia State. East Carolina is a two and a half point <laughs> dog right now against Georgia State. Take that all day. East Carolina is going to beat them. Uh, they're, they're much better this year, despite that loss to UCF. I, I was impressed. Kramer, give me the lock. Oh my God! You really you're pulling ECU out. They're gonna be good this year. All right, you gave you, you gave me an opportunity here. <laughs> Everyone's going to a bowl game this you year. You gave me an opportunity. Uh, I'm gonna take SMU as my lock. Memphis. I mean, Memphis, I, I've been fading teams like this all year. I, it just feels like an opportunity. Dog. Uh, my dog. I don't know. Uh, see, I, I'm Colby went first. He kind of stole my thunder on, on the must champ. But I'll I'll go with you here. South Carolina win at, wins outright. Dude, they they won four games last year, but they won at Georgia. One of those games. I, I j- I'll just say this. They could do it. I'll just say this. It's a big fucking number. Yeah. It's a big fucking number, and Florida just put up a lot of points against Lane Kiffin. And our clients want to make money, all right? Not just a couple dollars here. Real money. Yeah. Uh, and I, I was I was looking. I was like, man, I, I'm once again not giving the clients a a, a Lane Kiffin fade. Uh, on, what on, what's the tease looking like? The, well, well, let's do it here. Kentucky uh, just to win the game against Lane. Okay. Uh, let's also uh, LSU minus fourteen. I'm yeah. also gonna find yeah. a way to <laughs> fit. Gold. Who's that? What's his name? Who's that? Ken <laughs> Steels. <laughs> Is it Steels or Seals? Sounds like a porno name. Seals, like porno actors. Name. Seals get uh, eaten Steel. by sharks all the time. <laughs> Sorry, Seals. Yes, yeah, seals. he's gonna get eaten. He's gonna seal the deal this week. Seal versus a tiger. I don't, I'm not taking the seal. <laughs> Uh, and for the last leg of my tease, we can't get Alabama under that that nice key number of ten. So so instead of that, let's uh, let's throw my dog in there. Let's get South Carolina up to twenty four and a half. Yeah, that is a ample amount. And then for my bonus, because you you put you put Lane Kiffin on this sheet, I got to go to one of my other coach fades. Uh, get, guess how many points, uh, Mister? Uh, what's the Mad Hatter getting this week? Twenty one. Oh, yeah. Twenty one against OK State. Gimme Oklahoma State oh, okay. minus twenty one <laughs> on the road against the Mad Hatter. <laughs> I mean, at some point people are gonna catch on to the trend. That Baylor boy, how I didn't even sweat. I didn't sweat <laughs> one second in that. And bet. I in the in yeah. the moment I'm like, why are you not I gotta lock these up? <laughs> I gotta just fade these fucking coaches. Some are just really bad. Alabama minus sixteen and a half, that's my lock. Mm. 
My dog <laughs> Vanderbilt wins outright against Shut LSU up. plus seven eighty. Oh my god! Coach Get shows. the fuck out of here! Yeah, come on. SMU my tease. SMU plus eight and a half. Kentucky down to minus a half. Mississippi State down to minus twelve. And the Golden Knights, Central Florida, at home against Tulsa late in twenty one and a half. You can probably get it at twenty one at some point, but the, they lost to Tulsa outright last the year. Golden showers. Yeah. They're gonna. They're gonna. <laughs> I mean, this UCF team is fucking bonkers. They Wait, look so. They good. do look. Is really it the good. Golden Knights versus the Golden Hurricanes? It is oh a golden goodness. party, man. It's gonna be a golden party. <laughs> Follow that with I the Golden Girls, right? What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you, everyone, tuning into the College Football Picks podcast. Subscribe to the College Experience. The link is in the episode notes. Give us a follow on Twitter at Gambling Podcast. Check us out on Instagram, Sports Gambling Podcast over there. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. And for the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean, stacking the money green, and he is Ryan. I'm sure the database has already talked about it on the college experience, but look out for a new dark horse for the college football playoff. My Virginia Tech old Justin Fuente is back. Number one coach in my heart right now. Let's fucking go. Kramer, let it ride. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.